There's one magical, haunted evening each year when all the scary creatures come out to prowl through every neighborhood. But here's the scariest monster of all. This little witch doesn't know it, but she's taking some frightening chances of being hurt. What about that mask? You wouldn't see that car coming as you start to cross the street. You might not see her until it's too late. And that's really scary. pumpkin contest how could you have possibly lost the pumpkin contest i blew it i dropped the ball all ye listeners don't remember last episode chris and his girlfriend submitted a contest he made a it a pennywise pumpkin really cool and uh i lost there were three spots and i didn't even make the top three you know one eric let me can i guess let me guess you can guess how about two guesses you get two I'm guesses guessing it's a soccer mom they sprinkled Halloween glitter or sequence on it. What's your second guess? My second guess is one threw a sheeted ghost costume over the pumpkin out of laziness. Uh, all those are wrong for obvious reasons. Pennywise won. Wait, you, you did Pennywise. Somebody else did a Pennywise. There were two other Pennywise clowns. Do you know how they made Pennywise and the one that won? Oh, Do you know how they made him? They painted it as a balloon. Yeah, they didn't... Are you serious? They didn't make Pennywise. They bought one of those pop finals. They painted the pumpkin... Oh, what would you pay Pennywise's pumpkin, Eric? Red? Nope. They painted it yellow. What? Get the hell out of and here. And that was his balloon. And they put it above, and that's what won. Somebody fucking bought... All right, that's Somebody it. bought a $12 pop vinyl of Pennywise. That's and cheating. No one said you could bring him props. I'm pissed. All right, that's it. You know what we need to uh, boost our spirits? Halloween is here. It's been here. This is part two of our Halloween season. Dr. Fang, you need to play some Halloween music. Oh. Now. Oh. Honky Tonk a Halloween. All the monsters are having a time. The peanut dress like Frankenstein. Dracula drives a truck by day and the scarecrows have been out of bailey. Well, all the freaks are for trailer park scene. It's a Honky Tonk Halloween. Eric, you sound like shit, by the way. Yeah, Chris, I have uh, what the Americans call a flu. I feel like Edward Furlong's career, I look like... Edward Furlong's career? <laughs> Edward Furlong's career. Ah, Chris, I love the sound of Halloween music. 
It really gets my blood flowing. So despite your terrible cold that you have, how's your Halloween going so far? The sickness is a metaphor for my Halloween. It was a weak Halloween. I went to one pumpkin farm, which was delightful, with uh, the girlfriend and the and her kid. While we were there, experienced the corn maze, non-haunted, and then it poured rain on us. I worked, like most people. I watched a couple Halloween movies. Halloween, the original. I watched the majority of the Universal Classic Monster movies. Did not go to a haunted house. I have no Halloween costume, and I have a 100-plus degree flu slash fever, and I'm hearing voices. Chris, how was your Halloween? My Halloween was wonderful, thank you for asking. You see, I had a small cold, but I'm recovering from it. And in fact, I'm almost at 100% right now. I feel great. I look great. So I went to two pumpkin farms. I went to a boo at the zoo. I went to a fright fest at Six Flags. I also went to several stores... Halloween stores, bought decorations, decorated, watched many a horror movies, decorated a pumpkin, bought some candy, dressed up, and now I'm recording this wonderful Halloween podcast with you. That's wonderful, Chris. My car doesn't work. I bought a brand new car this year. Works 100%. It's one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. So, Chris, in the last couple days, I noticed my TV's also dying on me. Our TV works 100%. 4K crystal. It's it's like looking into a beautiful window. And on the other side of that window is all the entertainment you could possibly need and want. Well, I would definitely buy one of those uh, fancy TVs, but I have $14.75 in my bank account. Too much. Too much money I have. Have to get rid of it. That's why I'm spending so much on Halloween this year. Chris, I'm dead inside. Couldn't be more alive. It's alive. Episode 17. Part 2 of... Our Horror in the Isles Halloween special. Last episode, we discussed what we found at Jewel Osco, our local grocery store. And this time around, we stepped it up. We went to Toys Toys R Us. The store for toys, I guess, which just declared bankruptcy. It's interesting, Toys R Us, because as an adult, we call it toys. We're going to toys. But as a kid... You would say, I'm going to Jeffrey's Playhouse. Toys R Us, Chris, was the epicenter of most children. And it still is for us adults because they have a shocking amount of horror figures and spooky things. I know, I definitely agree with that statement, Eric. In fact, we thought we would apply what we did last episode to the Toys R Us instead of your grocery store. We wanted to see what Toys R Us would have in store for Halloween this season. And not only that, but we wanted to roam the random toy aisles, just kind of get lost in the store, and find anything that we could see monster-related, horror-related, anything that would kind of be fun. I'm actually surprised on how much we found. Yeah, I kind of thought that I had a good grasp on the toy ventures of today, but Mm -hmm. we found some pretty interesting and new finds. Absolutely, and I'm excited to talk about them. So we headed to our local Toys R Us, which... I can't really think of a good Toys R Us that's around us. Yeah, we went to one of the last remaining Toys R Uses in the area. And uh, one cool thing is, when we pulled up, Chris, that classic Jeffrey the Giraffe painted on that semi-truck trailer. Making you think that you're gonna about to taste some childhood glory, and you're going to go into Toys R Us, and it's going to be filled with all the toys and happiness you could possibly find. 
but it's pretty sad when you walk in. You know what I'm really surprised? There wasn't any dominating Halloween presence. What did we see in the middle of the aisle? The Halloween costumes were on clearance already. No joke. They, I mean, they had some trick-or-treat pails, some costumes, and some candy, and they're already pushed aside pretty much, and they're gearing up for Christmas. But we didn't let that pull away the excitedness and spooky fun that we wanted to feel as we headed deep into the horror in the aisles to see what Toys R Us had in store for us this Halloween. Chris, so what we're going to do is let's take our audience through the haunted Toys R Us, which isn't really haunted, and let's tell them what we saw. Haunted by desolate employees. And, and overpriced toys. And overpriced toys. All right, Eric, so one of the first things that we've seen when we walked in the aisle was a pretty awesome play kit. You remember Creepy Crawlers? Did you ever have those when you were younger or know anyone that had that? Yes, absolutely. I love Creepy Crawlers. This Especially only... the commercials, by the way. Yes. So good, so good. So this reminds me a lot of Creepy Crawlers. These are treats, but what is this called exactly, Eric? Chris, what we're referring to is the modern age Creepy Crawler, and it is Dr. Dreadful Zombie Lab. It's so freaking sweet. Candy and drink it. So it's basically the skeleton zombie head with an oozing brain and a gushy eye, and you basically make his innards of his skull, and you eat it. So girls have, like, the Easy Bake Oven, and I remember when I was younger as well, they had, like, the tiny little McDonald's playthings where you could, like, make your own little fries and, and awesome. McFlurries and stuff. So it's pretty cool that for boys, obviously, you market towards more of the gross stuff. And Dr. Dreadful, I mean, he's got a whole line of gross things you can make. This one looked gross, but we've seen a few more. Yeah, he has, uh, Dr. Dreadful has the Parasite Lab. I think it's freaking disgusting because... Basically, the tagline is, eat slimy bugs. Yeah. And bugs, for me, I get creeped out. And, of course, he's holding what appears to be some sort of centipede. And I remember as a kid, I wanted to eat creepy crawlers sometimes. (laughs) They're gummy looking, you know? But what's cool is the mascot, or Dr. Dreadful himself, like a zombie scientist, there's something gross about bugs, like gummy bugs. and You're talking about bugs. One of the last ones we've seen was Dr. Dreadful Snot Shots. Oh, my God. That name is... You can eat from a zombie's nose and ear, according to the packaging, and it looks like a crack pipe with a zombie nose attached to it. You put the food and flavoring, I guess, in the back, 
and it comes out of the nose. You get like a yellowish green. I want to know the marketing meetings behind these. Brilliant yet disgusting, and they must have a blast coming up with stuff like this. The whole thing, Eric, as you mentioned, the disgustingness of Dr. Dreadful. This is a zombie line that they launched because Dr. Dreadful is just a normal-looking mad scientist. So this is a zombie line that they launched, and I assume they launched it because of the popularity of zombies with The the Walking Dead and everything. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So they made the character himself a zombie. I did not know that. Would you try any of these, and would you want these if you were a kid? I would not try the snot one because I can't handle goopy candies or goopy food makes me shiver so i would be able to try the bug yes and i would be able to try the brains it looks like jello i'm anti-goop how about you i was never really into these type of toys when i was a kid i remember what i really wanted was the uh snoopy ice cone maker that's pretty much all i wanted i always thought that like cooking was for the kitchen and nothing good can come out of a box sitting on a shelf for Look like you, months. chef chris when you're six years old well, I'm just... cookies for the kitchen <laughs> well, Get out of here. i just thought it was weird that like how can a box sitting on a shelf for like eight months hold good food you know yeah interesting yeah dr dreadful i think is something that's a pretty awesome creation in terms of combining horror with toys and food it would be cool if they came up with an idea where they can incorporate, let's just say, classic monsters to that scale. So if they had, like, Mummy's Tomb, and inside would be a gummy mummy. But inside Ooh. that gummy mummy, you can, like, cut open, and there would be, like, a little bit of, like, a gummy heart and a gummy brain. And Laffy Taffy bandages. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, sweet tooth. I'm Dr. Dreadful, and this is my zombie lab. <laughs> Makes lots of gross things, like zombie brains. <laughs> then eat them. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Make swarms of gooey bugs! Tasty! Yuck! Make some magic liquid and zombie bars! Yum! <laughs> Dr. Dreadful Zombie Lab makes over 40 experiments that can be sold separately from your magic. Alright, Chris, so we were meandering through the aisles and we, we saw a common thread here locally that we have always seen. Yeah, we were in the toy car aisle. And I mean, there's a shit ton of these toy cars and there's monster trucks. That's something that every child likes to play with. Monster trucks have been marketed at kids since the beginning of time. What the hell kind of monster truck did we always see? The oh. Gravedigger. You, you've met the Gravedigger? No, I, I've witnessed the Gravedigger. The Gravedigger, probably the most popular monster truck. Or the most marketed, anyway. Yeah, and it's cool because it's Halloween-related in my eyes. He's everywhere, so we stumbled upon a little palm-sized Gravedigger. And a giant RC Gravedigger, and every other Gravedigger in between, miniature from basically life-size. <laughs> Did you get into a monster truck phase when you were younger at Not all? Not at all. Same, yeah, no. same here. I, I wish I could, always, yeah. I did get into a, a Hot Wheels phase. Speaking of Hot Wheels, another thing that we encountered, Christopher, was the Hot Wheels spinoffs, if you will, Halloween-related cars. They're called Fright Cars. Now, Hot Wheels are, like, under a dollar. Unfortunately, they, like, lump all the cars together, like, on the pegs. Like, right, so, right. so, yeah, so these types of cars are, are with the rest of the series, and there's thousands of types of series. This one's so cute. It's got a little ghost with, like, a wrench showing that it's a Halloween yeah, car. Yeah, the logo on the, on the actual cardboard. It's yeah, cool. and this one that we've seen was, like, purple with, like, bat wings. But it's cool that Halloween marketing has reached Hot Wheels. I'm sure it has before, but this is the first time I'm noticing in the shuttles, a five-ton red-eyed monster ready to crush its prey. It's Grave Digger, the high-flying, awe-inspiring 
megastar of motorsports. Watch great diggers toughest competition do their talking. I'm not afraid of him. He's nothing. Off and on the track with wild wheel-to-wheel -wheel action. It's Gravedigger coming at you in this all-new, never-before-seen home video spectacular. Order now. I think one of the weirdest toy tie-ins I've seen as of late. We got to the action figure aisle, right? And we got to the WWE wrestlers. They have all WWE zombies, undead wrestling figures. That was actually kind of cool. I don't remember that when I was a kid, when I used to collect the WWF figures. Having the monsters is a kind of a cool way. I don't know if you would kids would actually play with them, like a like a zombie Undertaker or whatever. But Undertaker a cool, is a zombie, and Stone Cold was a literal smoking skull. Stone yeah, Cold, that Steve was Austin. cool. That was like a Ghost Rider uh, look to it. Brock Lesnar was just the big albino. Gorilla, which what he looks like. Which, speaking of Brock Lesnar, Christopher. Oh Lord, you you, you were digging around in there, and you found uh, play sets underneath, and they yes, had... costume play sets, and it was terrifying. It was like looking under your bed and actually finding the boogeyman. And, and you found I'm... a Brock Lesnar one that was a Brock Lesnar kids costume with a plastic mask, and the mask is like. 15 times bigger than the kid's actual body. Brock Lesnar alone is one creepy-looking dude. And having him on a mask or as a costume for kids is even creepier. Now, if you look at the picture, it looks like uh, Dolph Lundgren from Rocky. Yes. And, uh, I mean, the shape of the costume is much more defined than what Brock Lesnar really is. And his abs look like a sack of oranges. It would, it would make a perfect new horror villain in, like, a slasher flick. I always thought Brock Lesnar would be a great insert for a horror movie. Yeah, like they did with Kane and See No Evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. He's one. But that was a delightful surprise to see zombie wrestlers and, and horror wrestlers. That was, that was really unique. You wouldn't think WWE would uh, dip their toes in there again. I actually seen one that was, like, kind of weird. It's So, like, there's a wrestler, uh, a girl wrestler named Sasha Banks, and her nickname is The Total Boss, right? Right. And she wears a t-shirt that says that. Her t-shirt uh, on the zombie wrestler says uh, totally dead on it. It says totally dead instead of okay. total boss. The amount of wrestlers that always die every year, I can't help but think, like, that's oh, going to be geez. really more. That's really morbid if something were to happen to her. You know what I mean? I guess it's morbid if it were to happen to any of these people. But I can't help but think, because, like, that's, yeah. that's really wow. morbid. It's, it says, like, yeah, I'm dead. Like, can you imagine if they came out with, like, a Chris Benoit zombie or an Owen Hart zombie before they yeah that yeah went eBay. That's all I think eBay. Pretty. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, I did not mean to say that. Welcome everyone to another edition of WWE Unbox with Zack Ryder. I'm Zack Ryder, and today we are unboxing the new figures from Mattel, the WWE Zombie figures, where all your favorite superstars become zombified. Let's open them up. We got Brock Lesnar. AJ Styles, Sasha Banks, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. After we were going through the action figure aisle, we headed over to some of the kind of games and puzzle aisles that they had. Something caught our eye that was really strange. It was called The Visions of Johnny the Skull. It was this maybe 8-inch green skeleton figure. He has orange 3D glasses on. And I didn't know if it was a game or what the hell it was exactly. And essentially what it is, is it's, he's just a little projector and he projects flying ghosts out of his eyes. And you shoot them. 
Yeah, and you get a little ray gun and you shoot them. It's so cool. But I'm like, that's something I'd really want to try because I want to see how, how long it would take for me to get bored of that. Probably about 10 minutes. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're sitting on your couch, you plug that guy in, we got a couple babes over, maybe yeah. a couple pals, get a couple brews. And you want to show him the visions of Johnny the Skull. And you shoot some ghosts. You see ghosts all around. Johnny the Skull is afraid because he sees dead people. Help him. The gun will count each ghost you shoot. He who shoots the most ghosts will be the winner. I'm Johnny the Skull. Right now from Moose. There was a plethora of the re-release of the Mad Balls, both big and small balls. But one thing caught my eye. It was tucked between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle plush. It was next to the uh, very awesome and surprising Ah Real Monsters plush. It was the inappropriately sexy gizmo. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very sexy gizmo doll there. We found a gizmo made by finney it looks like those you know deformed plush dolls everybody does with the big head the little body yeah and it looks kind of looks like very japanese looking and it's got bambi eyes and they gave it yeah anime big huge anime eyes which is off i mean gizmo's cute i mean he's just cute but it, change, it changes the sex of gizmo yeah it, it looks like a the eyelash i think it's the eyelashes that do it man yeah so i just thought that was like so random it was not cute it was creepy in my eyes <laughs> it was pretty creepy so we walked a little bit further and we saw this the video game section and yes. you know throughout this whole experience chris is like oh dude you've never seen the uh the adult collecting aisle have you i'm like chris that doesn't exist you're not in a collectible toy store you know the market isn't uh, for toys r us he tried to prove me wrong and i says chris point your tits north get out of dodge he looks to the left. I look to the left. On the way to the video game aisle, we see some sweet horror plushes of Freddy and Jason. I've never seen these before. Absolutely never seen these before. I was actually blown away. Do you think they should maybe have more characters than two? I think if you're just going to have Freddy and Jason. Well, for this, yeah, this is by the Funko brand. So if they do like Linda Blair throwing up pea soup, which I, I think I've seen before somewhere. I'm not yeah, sure. it's just weird. To me, they should just say like, oh, it's Freddy and Jason plushes instead of uh, horror. Unless maybe maybe at one point they had Michael Myers in there or Sam from Trick or Treat or something. Well, we did see other plushes, and I don't think they were Funko, but we saw a Stripe. A really cool yes. stripe. Wrong with that sexy gizmo that we've seen. I think this is really freaking random. But we saw Predator from the Predator series. Yeah, and it wasn't really a great looking Predator. No, it was a uh, really creepy looking Predator with a gaping mouth and his uh, uh, four teeth. If you wanted to know what the Predator from Cartoon Network would look like, would look like yeah. go to your local Toys R Us and that's look a for good that way, doll. That's a good way to describe these, the Teen Titans. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Teen Titans Go, yeah. I mean, that was like seven plushes we just mentioned. I didn't realize that plushes and were a thing now, like uh, in the collecting field or just in merch, because I'm pretty sure a seven-year-old isn't going to buy a uh, plush Freddy. I think it's going to be people like us. Yeah, for collecting purposes. And what's funny is that all these things that we mentioned the plush dolls and stuff like that were in the aisle that is marketed towards adults right that was the gateway yeah that gateway was wonderful chris i owe you an apology the collector aisle was phenomenal well it's weird like i went to a toys r us a while ago and i thought that their toy selection sucked i was like where's all the cool toys and then i seen that there was a collector aisle and i just thought that was really weird and i think that our generation is into that stuff and it's bigger than ever so i mean it only makes sense but some of the other offerings they had was so the whole thing is like for some reason i don't know if maybe it's just because it's the season the majority of these figures 
were horror related. The one thing that kind of irked me, so it's so cool to see like they had a trick or treat Sam figure, but it was it was the exaggerated style made out of vinyl, big ass head, but it's still it's Sam from Trick or Treat. Yeah, you know, if I you're into that, I mean that's how cool is that to see that? They did the same thing with uh, Hellraiser uh, in the movie Hellraiser Three. They did it with a pinhead, big head, small body, but it wasn't Funko. It was some sort of other brand that you know I don't honestly remember who the hell made them. I think it's pretty funny that they like made a caricature of Pinhead, and it's specifically Hellraiser Three. Yeah, Hell on Earth. They did that with the uh, the horror T-shirts we bought a couple years ago at uh, yeah Walmart. It was Hellraiser Two, and then Halloween Resurrection, right? Yeah, T-shirts. that was so weird. I I think it's amazing that. The past two years, I could buy a, a pinhead shirt in a Walmart and a pinhead action figure and a yeah. Toys R Us. They don't really care about context. No, they don't. They're just releasing, oh, this looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then once again, we saw a Friday the 13th meets Nightmare on Elm Street combined uh, set of uh, vinyl pop figures, uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason. And by this time, I was rolling my eyes and I wanted something unique. Why is everything fucking cute? And Chris pulls out from one of the bottom racks, he pulls out a Clockwork Orange figure, <laughs> which is a terrifying movie. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, again, I mean, we talked about having no context. I mean, a Clockwork Orange doll in a Toys R Us. But it's not just any doll. It wasn't a lifelike sculpture. It was, it looked like a little kid toy. Yes, I don't know, like, if you guys know about those Living Dead dolls. Oh, you remember what? those? Yeah. From like, I remember when I used to work in FYE in high school, like we had a bunch of those. And they're kind of like classic looking, like antique baby looking dolls with the crazy outfits and stuff. But Real hair and real cloth clothes. Yeah, but they would make them more like goth and scary. And then they obtained a bunch of licenses and they made Freddy and Michael Myers. Yeah, Clockwork Orange, I guess, is their new release. So they have a really cool... Uh, that movie's disturbing as hell. Yeah. It was weird to me. So With, Fre- with Freddy Krueger and Pinhead and Clockwork Orange being represented in Toys R Us, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is a wide brush stroke right there. I'm Freddy Krueger, your worst nightmare come alive, and now I'm on your telephone. Dial this number now and I'll tell you Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. Gruesome tales of murder and mayhem, frightful heartstoppers of pain and gore. So dial this number now if you dare, and prepare for a scare. Freddy Krueger has a special message just for you. $2 for the first minute, 35 cents each additional minute. All right, Chris, so uh, we walked a little bit further down the collecting aisle. We saw Stranger Things toys, packs, which Stranger Things dropped already. Can't wait to watch it. I'm not surprised about Stranger Things, but you saw some Stranger Things sweetness at Target, right? Yeah, I went to uh, Target today, actually, waiting to see you from work here so we could record. And uh, I went into Target just to mosey around to kill about a half an hour or so, and they had multiple setups for stranger things throughout the entire store if you go to the men's section they had entire clothing racks with exclusive stranger things t-shirts hoodies pants hats sweaters you said lunch boxes too right yes and when you went to the dvd aisle in the back of it they had these stranger things dvd set was made to look like a vhs yeah i read about those that's so it was pretty yeah it was sweet. pretty cool and then you went to the back of the store and they had all stranger things pop vinyls tumblers backpacks hats action figures so lunch you, boxes mean, basically your stranger things merch is way more than the universal monsters by oh yeah they had a they had a stranger things ouija board they had a stranger things monopoly 
Yeah, you're not kidding. Chris is showing me a photo of what he took. They have a Stranger Things Ouija board. Well, it's cool to see because it's it's weird seeing a big Netflix tag on things because yeah. Netflix is something that's like purely digital. I mean, I know they got the DVD rentals. But... I just don't understand how Netflix makes money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand their business market. I don't understand their business model. Not at all. Toys R Us, Chris. We scanned the aisle. They still have uh, Ghostbuster toys from the new Ghostbuster movies. And They're, the old Ghostbuster movies. And they had the original Ghostbuster. Egon and the other fucking guy, Walter or whatever. Walter but the Patrick. new Ghostbusters were on clearance. Yeah, for that like being $14. Said, toys R Us's version of clearance, which is yeah. like Borders. That movie was just god-awful. <laughs> I'm not saying that to be mean. I don't know how you can mess that up. I wasn't a Ghostbuster fan in the beginning from the original stuff. I enjoyed it. It was cool, but Watched it once. I'm good. But it had a lot of potential to, you know, franchise out, and it dropped. It know? is what it is. It is. It well didn't. Said. It didn't damage the brand. Exactly. That ended the aisle. You know, we had our smattering of Godzilla toys there, which it's always nice to see the uh, ugly beast. Godzilla has been prevalent in toy aisles. It's always just like ages. one figure that's just sitting there. Yeah, the yeah. But he's always been a, a strong presence. And well, he's always been a presence in one way or another. One thing we found, we actually headed to, I guess, would be sort of a, More like a younger child's yeah, yeah. section. And I, we found some really weird but awesome entertaining toys. Animal Planet has a toy line. Animal Planet, the TV channel, has a toy line. Yes. And one of the, well, two uh, play sets caught our mind. One was a Dark Forest play set, which these things are enormous. They're like big play sets that come with everything. And this one is, uh, it comes with like a giant Hummer with like little Indiana Jones-esque adventurers. That's what it totally reminded me of, like a really spooky Indiana Jones playset. Yeah, and it comes with giant spiders and this enormous tree monster. He's... An actual tree monster. That's so freaking sweet. Yeah, he's got giant limbs and he's got giant tree teeth and his, his eyes and the inside of his mouth are a bright orange color. Pretty friggin' cool to see. I mean, I don't know if that tree's featured on any Animal Planet t- television show. I'm assuming no. But they also had a really intricate mummy playset, you know, that came complete with giant snakes and tarantulas and undead mummies. my question is, why mummies. couldn't we have this stuff when we were kids? I would have totally played with those playsets. Oh, yeah, and what's cool about them is that you could substitute so many other action figures in the place. Absolutely. I mean, the the monsters in these playsets are huge, so, like, pretty much any quarter-inch figure would do well. I would love to have had my Indiana Jones action... I can't say Indiana Jones toys, because it's just one action figure yeah. <laughs> that they made of him. But I'd have the one Indiana Jones figure go into those cavernous, mummy-filled tombs, tombs and, and explore. I'd love to have maybe a WCW Sting fight that, <laughs> fight that tree monster. When ghosts come alive and rear their ugly heads, who are you going to call? Ghostbuster! Each sold separately. Any ghosts in the museum? Follow me. Hi, guys. Meet my mommy, the mummy monster. Drop everything, Winston. Heads up, Bankman. Blast them. 
Ghostbusters new from Kenner. So I think the overall experience as we exited Toys R Us, Chris, was holy crap! How come we haven't checked this earlier? I was surprised on uh, how much horror were in the aisles of Toys R Us, and I was actually surprised at how much licensed stuff for horror was there. I mean, we're talking about Hellraiser, Predator, Alien, Nightmare on Elm Street, Stranger Friday the Thirteenth, Trick or Trick or Treat. I mean, yeah, Stranger Things. I mean, and even some of the, the movies we named: Clockwork Orange, Hellraiser, Inside of a Toys R Us in twenty seventeen. That's really strange. I was thinking about this. What toy? Would you want to see that would appease your childhood and appease you as an adult? I think, so you know those reaction figures? I think they should start making Monster Squad figures for the reaction figures. I think that's an easy, with them doing stranger things like that, like having little box sets of two or three figures and having them individual, I think it makes sense. And I think Monster Squad has gotten a big enough cult following that it would they would actually profit from it. If you did maybe a pack of one of the kids with one of the monsters. Yes. I mean, I think that would be good. And I assume that moving forward, we're going to get a ton of it stuff as well. So what about you, Eric? What would you kind of pull from the past? Well, for my childhood, I would have loved maybe a reaction and a 12-inch Highlander. It would have been so cool to play with 80s Connor McCloud, you know, medieval Connor McCloud, and also the Kurgan action figures i think the highlander is like just one of the most underrated licenses absolutely they they, they don't do anything with it no they'll have a t-shirt once in a blue moon from one of those uh, rock america shops in the mall but that's it then you can buy this a rip off of the sword at those japanese stores in the mall too i would have personally loved as an adult an entire almost like a diorama play set of the hammer horror figures so if you had, yeah. like, that would be cool. Like, let's just say you can do, you know, in front of an old creepy castle. and But my vision is you have the Hammer Horror logo, bright red, about six inches tall. Then you have gravelly stone base that goes up, and they have little pegs. So you could put each figure on Oh, that'd be beautiful. F- right. So you can advertise, you know, Hammer Horror and the figures themselves. Dead center, Peter Cushing. Dead just center. Peter Cushing. No, Peter Cushing in bed. <laughs> uh-huh. Peter Cushing in general, because he's played so many great roles. Yes. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And the little accessories they can come with, and maybe you could put a, a little microchip they can come with, and you could buy a little talk com communicator, oh and they could say lines gosh. from the movies. Star Wars Episode One. That's a huge fail for them. Listen, the explosive words and sounds of the Star Wars context system. Imagine yourself in the movie. My sense of disturbance, of course. May the force be with you. You join us. You will be a Jedi, I promise. Now the wolf man too, the mummy and the gummer swimming in the pool. We need to 
of a bus. We need wooden sticks. Normal stuff won't stop because they live on hate. Speak some magic words from a virgin's lips. Baby, that'll shake and make them slip and trip. There's no turning back. Gotta fight the fight. Yeah, the monster squad's on a chance now. Well, Eric, I think we proved for the second time that horror can be found anywhere. And in this case, it may be your local grocery store, or in today's episode, it was your toy store. Absolutely, and it's also my health. Because you are looking pretty horrible right now. You look like you're about to die. I hope you guys know this. I love this podcast so much. R.I.P. Eric if he passes away. I feel weird. We'll make sure to have a nice memorial episode for you. With your best of jokes and comments in the next episode. And from now on, it's going to have to be solo. As we wind down here this evening. Both physically and emotionally. (laughs) Absolutely. I have to say I was surprised by the selections of horror that we found at Toys R Us. And I'm looking forward to making more trips to not only some more toy stores, but conventions and various other goody places to find horror. What do you think of our two-part special here for halloween did you think that maybe you grew from it a little bit my interest really lies in the food now i kind of want to look around the internet to find different uh, type of halloween inspired foods marketing and packaging um, in different states i mean iowa random state what kind of shit do they have in iowa piggly wiggly (laughs) wisconsin what's going on over there (laughs) what's going on over there i'd be curious if you could choose one toy that we've seen while we were on our trip it's yours free what would you pick Oh, I love that question. I would actually go for... You know what, Chris? The toy that I would pick wouldn't be an action figure. Uh, yeah. It, it would be the Dr. Dreadful playset. Just because I think it would be a fun piece to have in the, in the apartment. And then also, it's something goofy you can do with a bunch of friends when you're getting toasted. <laughs> How about you, Chris? What would be the one fig or toy? I want that, that divisions of... Tommy Bones or Tommy the Skeleton, that, oh, yeah. that Zapper game. Yeah. You fucking get that thing with Dr. Dreadful? You got yourself a fucking virgin party right there. You want to keep pussy away from you. You get some of those and you're just... <laughs> you get a loser stamped on your forehead. Eric, I hate to break this to you, but the Halloween season is over. Close the coffin. Another Halloween season has been buried six feet under, and we have 365 days until we are met again with spookiness and absurdity of latex limbs on your front lawn and plastic skeletons at your local grocery store. I'm sorry I had to end this way here. This is one quick whip crack of an episode. You know, we shot for fortune and glory, and this is what we got. Well, Eric, that about closes the book on another Halloween season. I'm fucking falling asleep completely. I'm going to crash into this microphone right now, and I'm sure you're dying. I'm already dead. So I think here on the It's Alive podcast, we should call it a night. We got trick-or-treaters up the butt ringing the doorbells, wanting candy. We got to hand out some good stuff for them. Spread some Halloween cheer. As always... 
you can contact the It's Alive podcast at our website, itsalivepodcast.com, and through social media, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And I do have a suggestion. If you catch this episode before All Hallows Eve ends, I do recommend listening to H.P. Lovecraft audiobook on YouTube. It's creepy fun. Well, I guess it's time to maybe start putting away those Halloween decorations for the season. Maybe start taking out some Christmas lights and finding a nice evergreen to chop down. The It's Alive podcast will be here all year, filling you with some Halloween horror cheer. For all seven of you listeners, we will be rocking and rolling like usual. That puts another episode in the books, as always, for the It's Alive podcast. I am Chris. I am Eric a.k.a. soon-to-be-dead Dracula. Please make sure to dress warm when it's cold outside and take your medicine, some ibuprofen, some NyQuil. You gotta keep up your immune system, vitamin C, wash your hands, kids, because there's a lot of slime bags walking around and coughing without covering their mouth. Well, how do you think we should end? Maybe play some Halloween music? Oh, I got a couple in mind, a tune in mind, I should say. Hey, Dr. Fang, spin me a song. I'd get a little one-on-one time with you. Just you and your bestest friend, me. I gotta ask you a real question. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in a creator? I bet you do. Well, that's okay. Because I want to tell you about a little friend of mine. He's a real cool guy. His name is Satan. Yeah, Satan. Now if you believe in God or a creator, then you gotta believe in your buddy Satan. He'll give you whatever you want for free. Well, (laughs) almost. All you gotta do 
is give up your soul. That is it. You don't even need your soul. You can't feel it. You can't see it. And you really can't do anything else with it. So why not just trade it or sell it to your buddy Satan? Just give it to him. Who's your buddy? It is night. It is for Halloween. Makes noise. But there is a tap at the window. No one there. Again at the other window. But no one is there either. Surprise, surprise. It is father with pumpkins, Indian corn, and straw. Everything we need for Halloween decorations. The whole family is getting ready to make the jack-o'-lantern.